welcome to the Hello Spiritual Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jose. And I'm your other host, Amit. And today's episode, we want to talk about meeting your edge or pushing your edge, however you want to phrase that. Uh, it's been something that's been coming up for us lately with our lives and what we've been doing. But as usual, we want to kind of check in with ourselves a little bit and let you guys know what's been going on, which kind of going to ties into the, well, at least for me, it's going to tie into the uh, the episode. Um, but with that all being said, I will allow my co-host to go first. Thank you, Jose. See, yeah. don't let me get caffeine right right before. Bro. <laughs> I'm just it. like, oh, this magical place. We do, the same, do the same thing every time. <laughs> A few by caffeine. <laughs> every time. Anywho, thank you for the opening, Jose. Um, to check in. I'm so tired. <laughs> to be or to be honest, like I, I'm really tired. It's been in one of those one of those weeks where I guess I had expectations that it was gonna be smooth and it was, and then a whole bunch of life happened on life's terms and I'm just like, Okay, we're here we here we're doing it and then the weekend is the time for me to decompress and calm down, but somehow I wound up double scheduling all these things and now I'm finding myself like there's no rest. You know, and I, I tend to do this yeah. occasionally, and I mean, it somewhat ties to, to the topic in that sense, oh, yeah, right? definitely. So I tend to do this occasionally, and most of the time I feel really good afterwards. Mm-hmm. Other times I, I crash and burn, and then I get to get some more experience to move on to the next time. So from me just doing you know the regular work thing i've started integrating some of my hobbies while i'm at work which is like flying the drone around and like using while the getting paid well i mean they said walk around the facility to make sure the facility is okay i was like i'm gonna go on the roof <laughs> not and not walk drone. <laughs> i got i got the license for a reason i'm gonna fly around the drone it works smart not hard right <laughs> hey, geez, i'm certified to fly this thing <laughs> <laughs> what was that uh works work harder and not not work smarter or is it the other way around? Oh, shit, I got it backwards. So I'm doing it wrong then. So I'm working harder. Everyone lives their life the way they, <laughs> no, they would like kidding. to live their life. <laughs> so with that, I, I've i been basically doing that to incorporate play at work so that my mental, I don't know, it, it helps me with my mental, right? Like we want to talk about like balance charts before having me do that occasionally realize I'm not putting enough time in my hobbies, my this or that. So. I started taking my toys to work in a sense. And uh, it's, it, it, I don't know. It just feels like life is going on and I'm just here. Um, and not to say it's a bad thing, but like I noticed the consistency of me doing stuff. <laughs> the consistency of me doing stuff like this allows me to expand my hobbies further because then it becomes second nature. Jose's over here taking. <laughs> I noticed we never. Oh, we, we, well, we were thinking about doing like Twitch or something. So like you know, that also happened. Yes. So I'm recording a little of your snippet so we can show people how the whole thing looks and how we sound on cam or not on camera. Oh yeah, we are on camera. Damn it, no caffeine for me anymore. <laughs> it's only five minutes into this. Not even five minutes. Jose, go, Jose, go to sleep. <laughs> The, but that's a good reminder this <laughs> this past week one of our um good uh friends they also have a podcast which they talk about like hip-hop and like they go deep into that just like how i go like deep into the cars like everything that's niche it goes deep that's what i'm realizing right Hello so deep. the the cool and calm podcast shout out lance shout out vo <laughs> um we were interviewed on there and dude that was dope it was a dope freaking gathering because like even in the the chat the we have a hell of our friends show up but a lot of mutual friends it felt like it felt like the high school reunion that got canceled in covid (laughs) it was and it was on online (laughs) so that also got me thinking of like maybe i could help move what we got going on right now in our own podcast onto twitch and that could just be like a little mini episode. Yeah, mini thing. It's, it's just something to do for fun. Because like I was saying, I'm taking my... Derek, you're not fired, all right? We'll still have you every Derek week. will have a video snippet in there. That we're going to premiere Derek's beautiful face. <laughs> He's like, voila. <laughs> I don't know what that smell, though. <laughs> so in short, like, 
it's been a very interesting week of me noticing that I've been at my limit for a, a while and I was putting in some play into that work and it was, it felt good. If I felt lively. And then this past week with the openings of the COVID restrictions, I've noticed a lot of businesses just go full send and a lot of people get caught up in it. I'm burnt out this week and I'm from all the friends I'm talking to the same thing is going on with them that they're in the workforce. So Today, I am tired. Today, I'm doing what I can, and I'm, it's okay. I'm cool with it. And you're here. And I'm here. Yes. How are you doing, Jose? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Well, I appreciate you sharing, you know, where you're at and, and acknowledge you, and I see you for the person you are, and, you know, just navigating through life with just, you know, like you say, you know, life's on life's terms is, you know, we got to flow with it. Um, and, and meet that, that edge kind of like you talked about. It's like you felt you're pushing that limit a little bit. And we'll we'll break more down on that. And that's why it's kind of perfect that we're talking about this because it ties into a lot of things we're actually doing the last few weeks. Um, so what's been going on for me? Yeah, going back to, yeah, we were uh, interviewed on a podcast, which was really cool and kind of distracting because I kept looking at myself in the camera as I'm talking. <laughs> and then when I kind of watched some of the snippets from – you know, when it was done, I'm like, wait, why am I keep looking to the side? And I kept reading the messages. It's like, Jose, look straight. Don't get, don't get distracted. Because, you know, it's like, I'm like, scroll, 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 scroll. It, it gives a new level of something else to put up the the art and like, how do you conduct yourself? And that was your first rendition. Like, that's I was like a little kid. Yeah. Like a little kid was playing. I was like, oh my God. Like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so my coaching institution training started last week, and that's been dominating the majority of my my mental space and just my physical being. Just you know, a lot of Zoom calls, a lot of watching videos, um, studying, reading, taking notes. Um, I decided this week that I'm just going to dedicate a lot of it on it this week to see how much I could like push the edge a little bit. And how much I could withstand. And it's been a lot, dude. It's been a lot. But the cool thing about it is I am tired. But after a session, dude, I'm just so lit up. I'm just so fucking fired up. And that just reminds me that I'm in the right place. I made the right decision. Because um, it's in a big investment. It's huge. And I had to really look at that. But um, like yesterday, I was... Dude, I was so burnt out yesterday, like so freaking tired. And you saw me, and I was just like, Poke. I want Poke. <laughs> and uh, going into my last session, uh, which was at 5 30, I was just super burnt out. And then, like, at the end, I was just so fired up. And it was just beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful experience, and I'm thankful for it. So that's been my week, man. Just been just go, 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 go. And today I made a commitment to myself that I'm just going to do a training session today and I'm not going to do any more homework. I'm not going to open up the book. I'm not going to read anything. Just let it be. Like I have, I'm working tomorrow, but I have a lot of time at work to do rest of my homework and it's all due tomorrow. And for some reason, I'm not stressing about it. Cause I know already, I already know what I have to do. Just answer a few questions and just send them off. And that's it. Like, I don't have to overwhelm myself. Like I have to get it done now. Like I don't have to do that. And that's where the balance that I've been trying to, bring into school is just like all right just dedicate slots of time to just take it easy um so this is the slot right now to take it easy for the rest of the day well actually i have another coaching training today but i'm excited about that because i told my my buddy well he's not a buddy but he's a he is a buddy i don't want to disclose his name but anyways i was like hey don't bring a book because we're going to switch it up he's like okay he's like just logging i was like just logging bro blowing your mind away some real shit coming out <laughs> uh but dude like yeah i'm stoked i'm excited i'm definitely grateful and i don't feel that tired right now it's just i mean i love when we we get on the mic and hey get on the mic spit some flows <laughs> i cannot spit do not Derek. don't look at me i cannot rhyme for <laughs> shit what did i get myself into shit <laughs> but yeah dude this is like you know this reminds me like this is the joy that i get out of it just sitting down just having conversations just laughing our asses off and just being ourselves 
and people listen to us. That's fucking crazy. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, so you want to segue into the topic since we're kind of already like, you want to say something, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's on your mind? <laughs> You're way too fired up. Dude, I'm so fired up. I've been overstimulated this whole week. My nervous system has been shocked completely. I'm just like, woo! Oh shit, sorry, Dirk. You do the same thing again. <laughs> and as I'm as I'm doing it, I'm like staring at him right in his eyes. He's just like, don't fucking do it. I'm happy that you were able to find ways to compartmentalize your time so that you can manage all of this. Going into it, you you and I did have a conversation because like whenever something new comes up, we end up talking about it, what's going on in individual lives, you know, because that, that's the soundboard thing that we've yeah. we've come accustomed to. And me knowing you, I was you like, know me. <laughs> I was like, you realize it's going to take a lot of your time and this is all going to happen. Or you mentally prepare for that. And you sat with that for a little bit. And then the week came and you were, you were in it. You were, oh. you were so in it. And like, there was moments in passing, like your energy was so up there. And I was like, Jose, I'm not at that level. <laughs> I am not at that level. <laughs> Don't fuck up my vibe. No, well, I just, I just it, it, it you push yourself to this type of edge yeah. that you find that breaking point mm. and then with that first week of anything yeah. be, it, be it college classes or like something that you're doing or some new trade whatever it is oh, there's that that yeah learn, learning a relationship yeah <laughs> there's that period of learning that experience of how you relate to it and how you're absorbing it what the learning curve is mm -hmm. and then you kind of get a basis and a foundation to yeah. build off of this that's what your week was yep and that's and that's what we talked about i was like let me use this as like a test run and see how much i can push that edge of like the my capacity of like learning and, and gathering information and actually applying it and um yeah i was pretty burnt out dude you saw me i was just like like just all over the place well th those things that i was noting which was uh you were walking back and forth and i kept seeing you in passing with that high energy but like not knowing what to do you're running on it looked like you were running on fumes and uh like you kept going back and forth in, in the house because you kept forgetting things which is to me i see that as like high stress or burning out causes like memory short-term memory yes. loss for that yep. stuff yep and I, I know, understand that. Yeah. I do that occasionally. And then I realize I've reached my, my point. That Those are one of my flags. Mm. So I'm happy that you're able to see that edge. And now that you got the like the threshold mm -hmm. in your mind, you're now able to, to be like, okay, I've compartmentalized it enough that this is the time to relax. And then I'm going to go jump back into this. Because I know how it's going to feel. It's going to liven me up. Because that, that gets aligned with your purpose. And it, it fuels you. Right, so I'm happy that you've had that experience. That segues into the topic is of limiting your edge or finding your edge or pushing mm -hmm. the edge. Yeah. Edge, edge, edge. So what does that mean, Mitt? Based off what we learn and what we you know, doing in our lives and what that looks like for us. Shit's uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, shit, that's what shit, it is. shit shit's uncomfortable and I can choose to be okay with the uncomfortableness mm -hmm. until it's unhealthy for me. Yeah. Like to to sum it to sum it all up, but to dive further into this, like this, I feel like pushing the edge for me, uh, is something that it goes to something that's calling me out, calling me forward. And when I'm attracted to something like that, I'll muster up some courage or some energy to go and, you know, put my feet in the water, see how it is get an idea of it and be like mm, maybe it's not for me maybe it is maybe it's not for like someone like me that's got a whole bunch of hobbies or a whole bunch of like i've dipped my toe in a bunch of different pools of things i was like maybe i'll be interested in this maybe you'll be interested in that and if it really pulls me I'm like oh this is dope i'll reallocate energy time and make space for it to follow this sort of method of like, all right, I'm gonna jump into it and see what happens, 
knowing good well that it's going to be either a steep learning curve or it's going to fade off somewhere and that I'm just going to be along for the process. In that, I am in a meditative sort of state where I'm present and I enjoy that. You know, because someone like me with high anxiety, depression, like thinking forward in the back, I, I like finding things like that that put me right here, right now. You know, we were, we were listening to, you have listened to that episode of uh, Man Talks and Connor Beaton talking about pushing the masculine edge. I sat in and listened to it again. And he in there he talked about one of the ways he did it was go on his motorbike or dirt bike and just go really fast, like to the point where there's a lot of close calls. But in that moment, he's pushing that. But that was unhealthy edge that he was mentioning. That wasn't healthy edge. To me, I relate to that, though. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? That's why when I listened to it and he said that, I was like, ooh. Yeah. So <laughs> I the, thought of you. There's, there's different things <laughs> yeah, in yeah. there. So that's one variation that I know I know I do. Yeah. Well, he was talking about like, the thrill of it, mm-hmm. pushing the edge with thrill, but with danger. And I think what he was trying to circle around is that we don't have to put ourselves in a thrill, danger zone to push the edge, to feel the edge, right? That's what he was trying to talk about in that part. I know. That's what I was comparing. I was like, you're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm saying one of the ways that I do it, comparing the, my yeah, inadvertentness yeah. of like finding the adrenaline rush yeah. to me learning photography. Like we, we could walk around the neighborhood and meet our neighbors in a somewhat controversial method. Hey, what are you doing in my house? I'm taking a picture of your, your beautiful rosebush. Do you what want a picture? Do you want a picture? Oh, no, That's no, creepy. no. <laughs> no, he was, I was like, come on, bro, let me get a picture. No. <laughs> no, no, cool, bro. It's like, come on, bro, let me get a picture. It sounds like creepy now. <laughs> what does this mean to you in terms of the topic? Pushing edge. Well, actually, I want to piggyback a little bit what you talked about, how you usually dip your toes in a lot of things. And as you were saying, that, I was like, I'm not like that. I'm actually, I, I'm really selective on where I I dip my toes on and it comes from from a lot of fear of like fear of trying something different and and that's what you know pushing edge means right just getting uncomfortable knowing your capacity first right knowing where's your limits and then trying to push past that and i i've i've always felt okay just being comfortable with whatever i got going on so i just kind of just kept it really really small um, and as you were talking about all these different things you do, and I'm like, wait, like, I don't do that. I kind of just like, just, all right, let me try this. And I, and if, if, if it's a little too scary, I was like, ah, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. Um, lately it's been a whole different story. And I think pushing the edge has been like a main topic in the circle that I, this new community that I am over like 80 people there are in our, our class for 2021 dance already 2021 Holy shit that's crazy shit mm-hmm. damn what next week's gonna be april already right fuck i just got a realization how time goes so fast all right anyways <laughs> then ground back to I, I, just, I gotta come back come back come back um and something that I've learned, in, like we were talking about on Connor's Bean, it's our our edge or our masculine traits naturally wants to gravitate towards expansion, growth. Our soul and heart wants growth and, and expansion. Um, and it's something that he also talks about. It's like the shadow, right? The shadow is what keeps us in, keeps us trapped doesn't want us to do anything it will sabotage anything that's going on that's expansive growth for our soul and heart and as as soon as i was listening to i was like man like i could look back at my life and like how i just i never i never pushed the edge because i was full of fear of trying something different and i remember i had this conversation with a spiritual guys a spiritual um, advisor a few years back and he, he mentioned, he's like, you never fail if you try. And that always stuck with me because just go for it. Upon the neighbors, they always have hella cars passing by. And they just pull up, beep, beep, hey. I was like, bro, you know, it's 2021. You can just call people now. 
No. You got the honk. Old school. It is old school because like we used to do it all the time. We don't do that anymore. Oh. Well, me, me, it was just. We knew you were coming like a mile away. There goes that little. So I could like reflect back of all the times I just. I was just too scared to push that edge. It was too uncomfortable. It was too scary, which is the shadow. That's exactly what the shadow wants. Wants to pull you in and keep you there. Um, but that's not serving me anymore. And if if I could really look at all the experiences that I had, like, or at least all the things that I had to like grow from, like it it all had to come from like being uncomfortable and doing something different, out of the norm, at least for me. And um. I forgot what was the question. <laughs> so let's <laughs> let's just write off of that. Um, you were talking about the shadow in all of this, creating limiting beliefs, which is basically all of our perceptions of life thus far, creating some type of voice, the inner critic, the inner child being wounded from all that stuff. So all these are correlated, which is something that, that came up with me when we were talking about this topic, which is like, how do we realize we're pushing the edge versus fighting internalized trauma, right? Um, how does it? How does one feel versus the other? Because you mentioned right there, you were afraid to go for something because you, maybe you felt you weren't deserving mm -hmm. of your own potential. Right, right. Which that's powerful, right? Mm -hmm. it, I I do that occasionally for a lot of things now. And I get to see that and I get to call myself forward on it and talk, you know, use the tools that I've learned to progress further if mm -hmm. I choose to. Right. But prior to learning any of this, um, there was many times where I thought I was pushing this feeling of an edge, which was actually just fighting my trauma and not actually healing it. Yeah. And the, the main example that came up to me was, I mean, family being involved with family trying to have the family unit as i thought in my head but given that some parts of my family are dysfunctional and choose to remain that way because they're comfortable that way i was hurting myself trying to give all of myself and thus perpetuating this and i thought i was like oh, i just need to go harder and that's what we're talking about the unhealthy part right the other aspect in a real life scenario would be me starting my own business in web design and whatnot and f like i'm holding myself back the the paralysis of analysis or like the the procrastination from doing all of this thinking that what would happen if i succeed mm -hmm. i don't know the fear of the unknown yeah and that keeps me in the stasis like oh yeah i still got to do this this mm -hmm. this that's where i'm at and i just you know it's all the shadow i'll regurgitate that over and over again to make myself feel comfortable that's the shadow the inner critic saying that no, you know, what the You're fear fine of other here. people? What, what would other people think, right? It's me meeting the part of me that wants to shrink me, which is someone, uh, Connor Beaton saying, doing this shadow work allows me to see that. And then the feeling of this is my calling, is it for me? And I get to sit with myself. What is holding me back? And your book, yeah, it says me, but right. let's go deeper than that. What yeah. are the things that are holding me back? Break and it down to digestible bits. Yep. Simplified. You don't have to swallow the whole pill. Um, Man, dude, you just hit me with that. The inner critic and, and the shadow. And there's this um, episode I was listening to recently, <clears throat> and it's about Christine Hassler, and she was talking about, you know, the inner critic and how it just... It controls everything, you know, how we think, how we respond, and just how we react, and just the whole nine yard. And and she had a client on, on the call, and she was telling her about this experience about the inner credit. And the way she talked about it was just so beautiful. And what she had her do is talk to that inner credit and thank that inner credit for, for trying to keep her safe for all these years that's all it's trying to do is just try to it thinks it's trying to protect the person right and until she was able to like talk to the inner credit and be like thank you for protecting me and think and doing for what you thought you need to do but this is not serving me anymore i got this now i'm in control now 
I'm in the I'm in the driver's seat now. So now what you could do is instead of having the fucking inner credit just taking control, it's like now you take control. Now you tell the inner credit what you want to do. So now you're the ones directing everything. And so when you're in it, I mean, it's kind of weird saying that because like, you know, in our program, it's like you can't be the director and, you know, da 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 da. But in this situation, like you kind of have to, or else you have the shadow and this this inner credit that's crippling you from like growing and being the best person you could possibly be. I want to pause you right there. I agree with you, and I think changing that verbiage to external things, directing external things versus directing internal things, both are different. Both have similar qualities, but to direct inner monologue and segregate that into different characteristics of self, because they're all part of you, to then not direct the outward world. Well, yeah, we can't change. People, the, yeah, right? we, we can't change the external, but we can change the internal. Yeah, that's so what we have control. That, that, yeah. That's why I say, like, I don't think that's wrong. Yeah, no, heck no, dude. And like, but like, her, the way she worded it and like put it, it was just like, oh my god, that makes so much sense. Instead of fighting the inner credit, just think it acknowledge it for what it's done for you but then now it's like it's my turn now because it's still you that's what uh connor beaton was saying here at the the end of his where meeting these parts of myself that would want to shrink me the inner critic he, this is where he segued into that he goes instead of having it perceived as a villain that's holding me back why don't i befriend it have it a partner an equal because it's still a part of me when I do that, I empower myself up internally to walk that hand in hand with this person. This and other dude, person part of me. And this whole thing goes deeper. I mean, I'm learning in my class right now the law of emergence and it's the concept of like coming back home within yourself. Recollect, uh, reclaiming your body, coming back to home. Because we, I mean, it's, it happens everywhere, dude. We're fed so many things externally. Okay, this is how you get happy. This is how you grow spiritual. This and this and this and this and that. So much development work. This and this and that. And what he his re- re- revelation was like, wait, like I'm just learning how fucked up I am by all these things. And I haven't even learned anything. Just the fact that I'm fucked up. <laughs> and then he has realized uh realization. He's like, wait, like I am whole already. All I had to do is just come back here, come back home, come back to the body. And that kind of ties into what, you know, Conor Bean was talking about. It's like, it's already here. We just got to tap back into that and befriend these parts of us that have been, you know, pulling us in. But we weren't conscious of that. They're like subconscious things. Unconscious thing. What do you want to say? Unconscious, subconscious, they're all the same shit. But now when we're doing the work, right, we're, we're bringing, it's like the iceberg theory. Have you heard of that? Where like the top of it is the conscious and underneath it is the subconscious, unconscious. So our job is to lower the water level lower, lower, lower so that subconscious can become conscious now. And when we're doing that, we're slowly like pegging away of like all these subconscious things that were happening, patterns and attachments that were just habitual things that were happening behind the scenes now we're like shining light at it now we're more aware of it we're like oh wow like i am worthy i i have self worth. like all right let's 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 send it let's push the limit you know let's push the edge in this fuck it go for it in a healthy manner (laughs) In in a healthy manner the the thing that you said about having it phrased where we're returning to home or ourselves because that's where it all starts it reminds me how we have these other concepts of like finding happiness comes within like these external materialistic possessions that i use to boost this you know critical ego that is so fragile like it it's unnecessary in like the the true sustainable happiness and joyousness and the freeness and the serenity comes from within this is another format of that you know i I feel like there are so many external things that people tell us or society in general tell us that we need, such as like self-help type of things and it's all products and all stuff. And to me, it just goes back to 
wounding, perpetuating this wound as a society where what does make us happy at the society level? Like, what is their idea of happiness? Is it what was portrayed in 2006, like hip hop videos? To me, as a young kid, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what we're supposed to. what I found the most like energetic and freeness at that time was me just going out playing on, on a bike. You know, it's just simple things. Well, all it is is they're trying to sell you freedom. The, it's it's selling that. So you can't make money off a happy exactly. consumer and it goes back to that over exactly. again. So when I when you're talking about this, finding all of this within, it helps to be aware of what all these other teachings and all these concepts are making me aware of and realizing maybe I am a little bit fucked up and then coming back home saying that's okay and I can work on that because empowering the self allows me to work on all these stuff to propel me further into my goals my ambitions my dreams and have a larger capacity to meet my shadow when I'm put you know in a situation of pushing this edge right and another thing that he ended up talking about was there's different capacities for that and we're all at different levels of it one thing you kept saying this week is accepting ourselves or meeting ourselves where we're at to create that baseline which i agree on because then it creates a foundation of here's something that i want to do i'm afraid to do it what are the reasons why i'm afraid to do it okay how much space and energy do i have to combat this this, this inner critic shrinking myself, okay, maybe I need to do a little bit more work in the mental gym, right? Just like how we go to gyms to work out and we get to a threshold and you're like, maybe should I add the extra weight? You were talking yeah, about this earlier. Yeah. Add that extra weight to push it a little bit further and then you get a new you threshold. It, yeah. You get a new floor. The same thing with the mental capacity. If I haven't done any work on it, of course, there's going to be this, this turbulent period where I'm learning how to do it. Then I get the stride in my walk and I start gaining the capacity. Once the capacity hits a certain level, I can absorb more and I could do more. And that unlocks that internalized freedom and empowerment. Yeah, I mean, and it circles back to like when we first got sober. It's like, okay, we could do one day. Yeah, I could do 30 seconds. Yeah. I could do yeah. one hour. One day. Okay, cool. I got one day, two days, and then three days. Next thing you know, it's like 30 days. And then next thing you know, it's like, shit, I'm coming up on seven years in the next month. So it's like, I had to like, you know, be patient with pushing the edge, getting uncomfortable, especially in early sobriety. Everything's on fucking uncomfortable. You're just like a raw ass onion, like just like what's feelings? What what's what is this? What are those? What's how do you talk to people? <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> um Nature's beautiful. <laughs> oh my god. I feel so alive. Pink cloud. <laughs> it was a fun process. Yeah. Um, um but going back to what you're talking about, like meeting yourself where you're at and, and having a start point and you and I are a little different as far as like how we approach things. And you always mention about anxiety and being anxious. And like, that's one of the things he mentioned is like, if you're that type of person, like set like small attainable goals that exactly where you could like, okay, that's attainable. I could do that and slowly push an edge a little bit here and there and there. Um, for me, I'm just like, like I just mentioned earlier, like I am really selective on like what I want to do. And like, so, but when I do it, I, 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 I'm hell. Oh, recently I just been like, fucking send it, <laughs> send it. But in the past I've been like more hesitant because I wasn't where I'm at now emotionally. And I haven't done as much work at, at that time than I am now. I'm more willing and more open more aware of my capacity of my threshold and stuff like that and i had a lot of experiences of like pushing the edge where i'm like oh wait i didn't fucking die oh wait like that was actually pretty fucking cool to push the edge on that situation because for me it's like doing something uncomfortable is like oh fuck i'm gonna die like i make it like the worst thing ever like <laughs> it's like just just step one further but I, I, I don't know what's going to be. I just fucking do the whole thing. But I don't, you know, that's where my head goes. That's where it cripples me from like expanding. And, um, and what I'm at right now, dude, is like, dude, my soul, my heart is so open right now. Like I'm inviting this expansion kind of mindset. No, I won't say mindset, but expansion, like of the soul and the mind, the body. Like I want to grow. I want to tap in even further. There's so much more, dude. Like we're, I'm, I'm just like, I'm just like this little seed 
and just like the seed just cracked open a little bit now it's gonna freaking grow deeper and deeper 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 kind of like the metaphor where i think i was talking about you about the metaphor right about the acorn and the oak We've talked metaphors for like days. I don't. You learned a lot in the I, last few days, dude. I mean, I, I have to have someone talk to you about it. You, I did did remember an acorn, and this is probably when I was half awake, and my brain just went to the Oakland, the, the tree, the, 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 the yeah, the, yeah. Well, in order for that oak tree to grow, it started as a acorn, right? And then when it first, you know, it cracked open, and it starts, you know deepening its roots it needed water any external things to grow right like the sun the water the soil us we can't control the external we don't need the external we need the internal to grow that's why it's it's really important for us like you talked about doing the inner child work doing you know doing shadow work doing you know working with the inner credit because that's what we have control of we have no control of the external things This now dropped from my head to to my heart in that because you you were talking about the the acorn having external influences, and but I was like, isn't that like kind of how we operate in that sense? But then I realized it's that's a necessity for for the acorn to go grow and all that stuff. For humans, like there's all these external things that are perpetuated, you know, by society. We that we are supposed to quote unquote. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see this. <laughs> that we need. I wish I could record so you can see you actually do that. <laughs> that we quote unquote that we need, and it corrupts the inside. So to it give you a false self for a period of cutting yourself off from this goes back to a few episodes where I took a, a social media like pauses, mm-hmm. right? Um, to connect with the internals, read the books, go back to the things that are more n- nutritious, I guess, for my mental. Mm-hmm. Just like reading the books and getting other other concepts and ideas that are helpful for me to work on myself, which is what you're talking about, the inner out. Because once the, the inner inner work is like occurring I, I get to heal and then i get to raise my floor of my threshold for everything you know like a couple months ago i was talking about my, my relation with my mother and how that's like virtually non-existent and then i went through a period of like something finally changed and then it was cool and now it's somewhat back the way it was and like i was expecting it but the way that i handled the situation this time around was much better than it was before and i didn't internalize it as long it was gone within a roughly few hours rather than a fucking month, you know? And that's from doing the inner work to raise that floor of that, that, that threshold and stuff. So to zoom out from this, cause we dove like deep. Well, I remember deep. I was telling you the other day, you're like, you're going to have some shit to talk about. <laughs> this is we're, we're vibing off, off energy. I'm glad that you had that. Cause like, I am, I'm just vibing off of you right now. And Which is kind of fun. Cause I usually vibe off of you. I'm tired. You, you, you do the mental work. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going to lay here and be a turtle. <laughs> turtle. Um, I want to talk about how do you know when something is healthy versus when something is not. Because all of this is is good and, and and all that, and it relates to all of our previous topics about doing inner work and like finding the balance of healthy and that. In the terms of pushing the edge, what will we define as pushing a healthy edge versus not? Because we we kind of dabbled over that at the very beginning. Well, I mean, one of the, some of the things he talked about, Connor, was like, you know, he was talking about porn, right? Like, I'm not ever gonna watch porn and which is like an unrealistic expectations you already have. Like you're to say, I'm never going to watch porn. Like it's inevitable. You're going to end up watching porn again. Cause you're, you're, you're making this big expectations on something where like, you never know how you're going to feel like a week later or it's extremism, extreme. Exactly. So one to the other end, it's like finding that middle ground. I mean, it's been a while since I, I've done some unhealthy stuff. Um, 
Well, there, there's a difference between doing something unhealthy and then having compassion for the self, yeah. right? And so, then the unhealthy doesn't have to be like really, really bad, but it just it's just the parameters that you're putting around that is not healthy, right? Like the porn, right? That that's like, I'm never gonna watch it ever. That's kind of unhealthy parameters because you're not giving yourself like any kind of leeway. So be like, all right, I'm not watching porn today. Because then it, it turns into an opposite limiting belief mm-hmm. for versus like, I'm going to watch all the porn all the day yeah. <laughs> to like nothing. Th- those are two right. extremisms. And just like working out, I could be like, all right, today I'm going to add 30 pounds because I'm going to push my edge. That's unhealthy. <laughs> then it goes back into having compassion because we're humans and making the, the digestible bits. And then it turns into healthy. Exactly. So having realistic expectations not even having expectations, having a goal that you want to achieve. But it's attainable. That's attainable over a span of time. But you're still meeting the edge. But you're finding that threshold which you're comfortable at and realizing where that is and being compassionate to yourself not to go over that. Once it goes over that, that goes, it crosses that fine line between healthy and unhealthy. Yep. And anything can be unhealthy and unhealthy just depending on how you, how you view it and what, course of actions you want to you know do it in like with the like with the girl i could be like all right in two months i want us to be here here there and there that's unrealistic like you don't know what the hell's gonna happen think what's coming up for you time management because like the start of this the check-in it was talking about like how i'm burning out this week right because it Life started happening on life's terms, and to get that little... time management, you're talking about like this episode we're recording right now, or just from of... from what you're talking about, healthy and unhealthy. Got it. All right. So, I just want to make sure the one that it relates to me with because I do a bunch of stuff, right? But the time management is what I can quickly go into the unhealthy method for because, like, I like getting stuff done, it feels really empowering that like I'm able to do all these things utilizing my mental, my body, my skill sets to to accomplish but when external factors start happening such as the job having an influx of business and then i i have to contribute more energy at work and do work a little bit longer hours it ripple effects into the other areas of my life which outside of work is my hobbies spending time with my friends online and um, researching things that i'm genuinely interested in when those become more minimized i end up I end up hurting myself a little bit more. And I was like, what if I just stay up a little bit longer? And then I end up eating not so good foods. And then it, it just ripple effects in that. And I, I got to, I get to do a self check about that. And that's what happened this week it was like stuff happened at work, which I needed to be there a little bit longer. And then a ripple effect into other things. And now is the weekend where I, I want to take it easy, but I I've made all these commitments and some of them I have had to redouble back, which is okay. Cause I'm at where I'm at. There's like, I'm working on someone's car right now and I gotta get, I gotta get it done before tomorrow. And since Wednesday till now, I've been just doing little bits here, there, here and there. And I've knocked out damn near everything, but like an oil change and a belt change, which to me, I already know how it's going to go on that car. It's a V6. It's sitting sideways. It's annoying. Cause it's stupid motor runs in the way, but <laughs> <laughs> Derek, did you catch that? Oh man, <laughs> I'm used to it. He's like, Prrr. okay, he said this and that. But I already know how long it's going to take me to do it. And then I feel excited to do it. It's not working that sense. So then I'm I'm reflecting back. I was like, damn, I thought my weekend was going to be packed full of me doing hella stuff. And I, I today I knocked out everything that I was going to knock out. Because you were up here. You had to come down here. Well, I broke it down and made a list of all the things that were priority and what I could let go, communicate with those people that I could let go to make everything digestible, thus making an unhealthy situation more healthy so that I can go ride my motorcycle tomorrow morning and do something that I really want to fucking do. And <laughs> getting Derek hyped up over here. <laughs> Hell like, yeah. He's like, that's a fire. Put it out. <laughs> so we talked about what is healthy, what is not, the fine threshold of it. And even like me explaining the situation this weekend, which is real life shit that we could switch it back over 
to a healthy situation. We we are not forced to do anything. I think that's it goes back to the derivative of all of our episodes, which is what is humanizing. Yeah. I mean also too, I mean, it ties into like what I got going on. Like I could have easily just like pushed forward today and like did more homework and like read more and study more. But I'm like, you know what? Like I'm I'm pretty burnt down and, and I I've I've met like I pass my edge multiple times this week and it's time to rest. Like it's okay. The books aren't gonna go anywhere. They reminded us that like you're not you're not gonna be able to soak in all this information. You apply and the more you apply it, the more it's gonna be embodied, the more it's gonna be part of you. It becomes a habit and it's okay. Like you're not gonna get it right away. And I'm like when it's said that I'm like, oh, so you're giving me permission to like not stress about not learning all this? Thank you. I needed that. Yeah. I'm happy that you could also see where this is in your life as well. I think having more realistic examples of shit that's really going on between our own individual selves, considering we're two different people that operate life differently, it becomes more relatable, right? So the last thing that I want to segue through is what tools do we use to navigate this type of topic? Like, how do you... How do you figure out what is something that you want to push on or what is not to what helps you get through that in times that, well, you know, you're going to meet resistance. What do you do in those times of resistance? Yeah. I mean, it's my message lady has just come at it with love and compassion. You know, don't come at it with shame or, or guilt or anything like that. Just, it just, it won't feel right. You'll feel more resistance when you come at it with shame and guilt. You know, and so come at it with an open heart and just invited and push through. And, you know, like we talked about, just break it down. Like, is this, is this, does this feel healthy or unhealthy? Because um, ultimately you will feel inside that your soul is hurting or not. Yeah. I mean, like, for example, like if, if your dating is one chick, right? And she tells you a few things that are kind of like, it feels you, it, it makes you feel uncomfortable that like, oh man, it feels like a red flag. But I, I want to push my edge. I'm like, well, that's a perfect example. Like, do you want to <laughs> do you want to engage in this or not? Like, you see the red flags. Like, this is a perfect situation of like, mm, that will be an unhealthy pushing the edge because she said a few red flags that doesn't align with me. Then it goes into an adverse pushing the edge of like, can I speak up for myself to yeah. push or pull away Have from the situation? Have an uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. Um. So just, I mean, just honestly, just really sit with like the situation you want to push the edge and like the indicator for all, everything we talked about as far as like the edge, the first indication is resistance. There's, if you feel somewhat resistance, take a look at that resistance, break it down. And that will give you indication if it's unhealthy or if it's healthy. It's just simplify the shit out of it. I know I could oversimplify. I mean, not oversimplified. Overcomplicated. That's the word I was looking for. I was like, wait, I know I'm missing a word there. Uh, but just break it down. If you need to journal it, journal it down. Or if you want to talk to someone about it, be like, hey, like this is the situation. This is how I'm feeling around it. Like, what do you think? But <laughs> talk to people that you trust that there will give you some constructive advice and pretty connected people um that are trustworthy you don't want to go to a person that's like always talking about hella negative shit because <laughs> you you might be led to some negative shit you are who you surround yourself with <laughs> yeah so i agree with that and the, the tools that came up for me around this um is when you meet uh an an, an edge that you feel like you want to push or not, does it feel safe? I think is a key word that I'm looking at because I will meet resistance. That's a key indicator that like, there's something that I'm either going to have to work towards. I'm going to regress or I'm going to end up pushing the edge on. There's like three routes in this yeah. thing for me. If it feels safe and it's a, like a healthy thing, like the example he gave in, in, in his podcast, Connor Bean was talking about what if it's like doing a cold shower every yeah. morning to, you know, all that stuff. I remember you had the experience. <laughs> I, I <laughs> said, push the edge. It's a little cold. <laughs> he, was in the, 
he was telling me later. Uh, he got up and he was like, I'm going to push the edge to the cold shower. He's just in the shower. Just, <laughs> I'm pushing the edge. So it, it comes to like in the morning, there's some days where I'm going to wake up and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And you end up doing it. Then it's going to be that day where resistance is going to be a little bit bigger. Have I done some mental exercise to prepare myself for this, to have that internal conversation with self, the inner critic of like, this is healthy for me. Let's go. Let's stay a little bit longer. I know this is, you just, you know, yeah. let's walk with this. And that ends up bringing up the threshold. And it's also safe. It's like the situation is not harmful as harmful as like something else that could push the edge of adrenaline, like for myself. Right. And how you and I communicate about what we're doing in our individual lives is the key thing that I think communities strive off of is accountability, accountability and action. Cause when I say I'm going to do something 98% of the time, I'll probably, check in with end, your ass. <laughs> I'll probably end up talking about it and then I'll probably do it. Almost a hundred percent of the time, I'll have it already written down, and that's just something I like to do for, for organization to later compartmentalize it, to later talk about it, and then just do it. Yeah. To sit with something and stir with it. Sometimes I, I do that, and I do that to an excess. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I do it in preparation, and it helps me. I'm still finding the balance with that. But talking about it with others, have others others that are like you said healthy in what they do like that are complaining a lot or that are talking you up a lot, you, you'll, you'll feel the difference. Having the accountability with these people can raise you up and in turn you can raise them up when they need it, you know? And the final thing that I, I've, I've had in all of this, anytime that I've had this, this push the edge sort of feeling come up and time came to send it. Sometimes it was just that leap of faith. Yeah. Do it. Like, just super send it yeah. energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And most of the time it works out. You know, I, I wouldn't be sitting in this seat saying the things I have with the experience that I have if I hadn't done those moments that I was called forward in an opportunity where willingness made, met readiness and I was ready to jump for it. Ooh, say that again? I don't know what I said. <laughs> that was, <laughs> dude, that was fire. Ooh. <laughs> So, bro, that was lit. This is where I'm gonna drop the mic because drop that shit. Okay, buddy. okay, okay. So, we, there's we, like, wait, you gonna pay for it? You gonna <laughs> calm down? Because I'm getting you Dude, hyped for your next meeting. That was meeting. lit. Um, so we talked about a lot of the feeling of it, the healthiness, the unhealthiness, how to snap out of that, and call ourselves for utilizing the internal work and not these tools that we actually use. I mean, if you could relate to anything that we've said, you know, reach out, re reach out, reach out to peers, create your own communities. Cause we'd love seeing that and being invited into that or reach out to us. If you want Jose at Jose AKHA on Instagram, myself at ASG two four zero or the mutual podcast page at hello spiritual podcast and super shout out to our special sound producer. Derek, he was so him. happy. <laughs> Super Zen. You can reach him at d underscore s n e d dot wave, and he can make your voices sound beautiful, just like ours. Just like ours. <laughs> so, until the next one, we hope you have a very wonderful evening, daytime, morning time, whatever it is, wherever you're at. Just have a Do beautiful. We have people from other of state. I mean, countries listen to us. Have a wonderful opportunity at life today. We're hella out there. Hella out there. <laughs> Until the next, Until next one. time. Peace. Oh.